Sex is natural and sex is healthy. But what happens when it suddenly all goes wrong? I'm your host, Angela. And I'm your host, Pascal. And, and we, we are, are the, the Sex and Podcast. Podcast. Where we discuss all sorts of sexual accidents, whether it be getting anal beads stuck. Or your sister walking in on you as your other half suddenly comes. Or how about your cat thinking your balls are a plaything? <laughs> so join us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.fm. Or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to subscribe. This podcast deals with adult content, such as extreme themes of graphic nature, which could be difficult for sensitive listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello. Hi. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I was just sipping a bit of water, <laughs> fully expecting you to talk a little bit more. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, don't make me laugh. I'm diseased. Oh, no. What's new? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's disgusting. <laughs> What's new though is that I actually took the afternoon off sick. So, oh, did you? Good. Yeah. About fucking time. Yeah. So, and I wanted to sleep, but I couldn't sleep because I just kept coughing. Yeah. So, I apologize if I sound shit. I look worse than I sound, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> what did you say earlier that you look like a puffer fish? Yeah. And then, <laughs> um, literally at work yesterday, John looked at me and he went, my God, you look terrible. You need to go home. Why did you even come in? And then this morning I said to Dean, I went, do I look better than I did yesterday? And he went, absolutely fucking not. No. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I was at um, yesterday, the day before, I don't know when, I just crashed from like nine o'clock or something. Wow. And then I slept all the way through. Oh, well done. Yeah, and that's not normal for me. Yeah, yeah. Although, admittedly, we've had... um, So one of our neighbors has... Our very next door neighbor has a fucking koi pond. Right. And he works um, for Uber. And he does a night shift because he takes care of his kid during the day. When he comes home from Uber at like 4, 35 o'clock in the morning, he turns it on. Like to aeration. Oh, for God's sake. And it's so fucking loud. So the koi pond's in the back. You know, we sleep in the front. Yeah. We can hear it. Right. It's so fucking loud. Yeah. And then the other night, another one of our uh, neighbor's cars, it was a different neighbor, their car's alarm was going off, but it sounded really weird. Like I thought maybe... Our carbon monoxide alarm was going off. Oh, freaked God. the shit out of me. Yeah, and I went, <gasps> I freaked out. I'm like, it's it's not it. I'm like, what the hell is yeah. it? And you know, by now my heart is pumping. What the fuck's going on? And then the sound's gone. I'm like, oh, okay. So then I just go back to bed. And then yeah, mine's starting to settle. And then I hear it again. And then I realize it's my neighbor's car, and it's not like a normal car alarm. It's fucking weird. Oh, and then what, so once again I was awake and just yeah actually pissed up. Fuckers. Yeah, for real. 
Well, I woke up at three o'clock this morning with my nose like stuffed. Oh, sorry, this is an overshare. And I sat up because I couldn't breathe, mm. and literally snot just fell out of my face. <laughs> like gravity took hold, and everything just flooded out oh, of my face. No. Oh my god, I'm disgusting. That's hilarious. <laughs> Bloody hell. Just an insight into my 3am <laughs> uh, life. Bloody awful. Oh my gosh. We should probably actually introduce ourselves. Yes. Oh, go on. I always do it. I'm Claire. I'm Angela. And this is... Murder on Our Minds. Woohoo. <laughs> and we're doing Crime in the News today. That's uh, right. Yeah. We're talking today about somebody who I never thought would appear on our podcast. What we said. You're talking about Donald Trump. Yeah, I fucking am. He's just Literally. um secondary in this though, isn't it? That's true. Donald Trump has defended the wife of a US diplomat who has been accused of killing British teenager Harry Dunn, who was nineteen, I believe. Yeah. In a road accident by suggesting it's difficult to drive on the other side of the road and that it happens. What a dick. He was speaking at the White House after a conversation with another irritant of mine, Boris Johnson. <laughs> He's everyone's irritant. Trump apparently rejected a request to consider waiving the woman's diplomatic immunity. Shocking. I know. So therefore, she won't be returning, or at this time, won't be returning to Britain to face the police. And the president said he wanted to try and bring about healing. Mr. Trump said that the U.S. would shortly be speaking to the woman and that there were many Americans who sympathised with the plight of the teenager's parents who said that he was killed in a terrible accident. However, he also appeared to back the diplomat's wife, Anne Sakoulis. Yeah, Sakoulis. Saying that it would be difficult driving on the opposite side of the road. He said the woman was driving on the wrong side of the road that can happen. Those are the opposite side of the road. I won't say it ever happened to me, but it did. When you get used to driving on our system and then you're all of a sudden on the other system where you're driving, it happens. It happens. You have to be careful. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. Yep. If I go to the US and I drive on the wrong side of the road and I kill somebody, nobody is going to go, eh, it happens. Exactly. This pisses me off because it was this young teen and I don't know how closely you've been following this, but Mm. do you know, so she didn't claim it immediately. No. Uh, She was, she said she would. She spoke to the police initially. Exactly. She She said, she spoke to the police. She said she would cooperate. And then for some odd reason, it's like she got spooked. I think she spoke to her husband. Probably. Yeah. Or her lawyer. Yeah. And her lawyer went, no, no, no. You'll go to jail for this shit. You need to run. And she claimed diplomatic immunity. But the family of the child who died weren't told for weeks that she bailed. It's fucking disgusting. It's absolutely horrific. I believe he was riding a motorbike. Yep, he was. He was driving perfectly safely Mm -hmm. and legally and apparently has years of experience riding bikes. This is a case of, and this is what terrifies me the most about driving, not to make it about me but as a driver or a a motorist of any kind you can do everything right yeah 
and one person's mistake can cost you your life. But see, this is where my anxiety stems from. Mm. And it's not about me losing my life. It's about my children. Well, exactly. Mr. P could be driving perfectly safely, but if somebody else isn't paying attention... Exactly, and it's... Who knows what could happen. It's hard enough for me to fucking deal with it. That's why, you know, even though so many people have pressured me into get my license, and I want to do that at one point. Yeah. I can't, because all I can think of is that asshole nearly crashed into me. What would have happened to my kids? Yeah, yeah. And in this case, the teenager was the one who was driving, and he was doing absolutely nothing wrong she was the one and she just she didn't get a slap in the wrist she was just oh the typical ansicoolist type of shit Um, and what's ironic is the likelihood is if she'd have stayed i think she wouldn't have had got a severe punishment unfortunately i don't think so either I, i really don't she might have been charged with death by dangerous driving, but what the sentence to that would be, I don't know. Who knows, yeah. All of this publicity would not exist, really, mm-hmm. if she hadn't have just done a bunk. And I think now they won't waive that diplomatic immunity because the police will want to make an example of her. Yeah, no, there'll be no extradition in this case. The thing that really pisses me off is she's gone on immediate blackout. She's not returning anyone's calls. She's removed herself from all social media, deleted and deactivated all of her accounts. You stupid twat, the very fact that you're doing that proves you know you did something wrong. But her diplomatic immunity was, has actually been speculated as to whether she is truly accepted to have that. Her and her partner, her her and her husband. Yeah, yeah. They're not even certain that they could actually have it. Apparently it's a yes and it's a no, but they keep going back and forth on that. So you tell me. For God's sake. The very fact that it's questioned, they shouldn't have it, period. I understand how terrible she must feel, but do the right thing. But that's the issue. She's not. She's doing what's right for her and not what's right for the family of the child she killed. Exactly. Donald Trump's comments came after he spoke to Bojo this past Wednesday (laughs) to discuss the case. The accident happened close to RAF Croton, which is a British military base used by the US Air Force. Mm-hmm. Harry Dunn's parents, who have recently met with the British Foreign Secretary, Dominic Raab, have said that they plan to start a civil action, which I think is going to be, at this point, unfortunately, their best course of action yeah it seems like that's the only course they have donald trump did not specify what he intended to do to try and help the family but said officials would speak to the woman and see what we can come up with i mean maybe he's saying they're going to try and get her to go of her own volition i don't know but i don't believe they'll do anything I think that's just I don't a publicity stunt to insert their faces into the case. I mean, I don't believe a word that comes out of that man's mouth, frankly. No, neither do I. He had said that the confusion was understandable, but two wonderful parents have lost their son. I mean, this is all lip service, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. The Prime Minister urged the President to reconsider the US position so the individual involved can return to the UK 
cooperate with the police and allow Harry's family to receive justice. The Prime Minister said he was fully aware of the case and deeply saddened by what has happened. And he expressed his condolences to Harry's parents. The leaders agreed to work together to find a way forward as soon as possible. A way forward to where is just to maybe... What do they define as moving forward? Exactly. And is it in the case or is it try to get the parents to back off? Yeah. Is it legally? Is it civilly? Is it just morally? Like what, what is, what's the yardstick for that? Yeah. Dominic Raab met the teenager's mother, Charlotte Charles, and his father, Tim Dunn, after speaking to US Ambassador Woody Johnson. Charlotte Charles, who is Harry Dunn's mother, told reporters that she felt let down by both governments and followed up saying, I can't really see the point as to why we're invited to see Dominic Raab. We are no further forward than where we were this time last week. Part of me is feeling like it was just a publicity stunt on the UK government's side to show they are trying to help. I mean, you can't blame her. The poor woman. And you see her in interviews and she is broken. Oh, she is. Dominic Raab said that he shared the frustration felt by the family and vowed to continue to press the US authorities into cooperating with the UK investigation. He said, I share the frustration of Harry's mother and father. They have lost their son and the justice process is not being allowed to properly run its course. The family's lawyer and spokesman, Rad Seeger, said the family would be willing to talk with Mr Trump about the issue and confirmed that they actually plan to travel to the US, saying, meet us, let's have a chat. Nobody wants to litigate. Mm -hmm. And this is it. They wouldn't be bringing a civil action if they could get justice. Yeah. That's not what this is about. It's about somebody taking responsibility. Exactly. And it seems like everyone's just brushing them aside. It's disgusting. The worst thing is they wouldn't have known anything if they didn't go to Sky News. Yeah, exactly. They were left in the dark. Yeah. And the woman, the first person who broke the story, happened to be a traffic reporter and had announced that there was this big accident in the area. Excuse me. She kind of broke the news as that being a, a diplomat's wife and then she claimed right. diplomatic. And she only found out because they went to her and said, well, we don't know what's going on. It's mad. The police, everyone left them in total darkness. If it wasn't for that traffic reporter. They wouldn't, they still wouldn't know anything. No, no. Mr. Seeger said that they were engaging lawyers to take a civil case against Mrs. Sekoulis in America, saying... Our position is that she doesn't have immunity and that waivers are always granted in these circumstances. Now we can disclose to you, we have brought lawyers on board. We are going to Washington soon to help us get justice for Harry. And good for them. Yeah, yeah. I I would do everything in my power if that was my child. I would do. Everything. Should we move on to something equally as heartbreaking but Justice. With some actual justice. Mm -hmm. All right. The next one we have is, I don't want to say it's good, but it's good. Do you know what I mean? It's it's justice. (laughs) It's justice. It's good, solid justice. It's what we all are here for. Exactly. So you may recall, we have talked about this countless times, and I'm hoping 
this will be the last update we have. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I'm going to keep it on alerts, but you never know. Kirill Belarusov of Estonia. Oh, it is Estonia. It I is was Estonia. Right last time. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He had murdered Loreline Garcia Berto, and he has been yeah. found guilty and will has been jailed for 24 years to life for her murder. We can take back that allegedly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what's funny though? After you sent, after we wrote, put that episode, it was like it was like the next day was, that he got sentenced. The next it? day he was found guilty. Oh, found guilty. Mm-hmm, Sorry, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. When I saw that, I heard, saw it early in the morning. I went, "Ha! Suck it!" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but even his own lawyer didn't like him, and even compared him to a typical Bond villain. Wow. Yeah. And of course, as we know, he's actually swindled several other women. And just before murdering Loreline, he'd actually convinced her that he wanted to get back together with her and that he'd bought a house for her. And he was sending her all these pictures of, uh, sorry, all these texts saying that he cared for her and he wanted nudie photos in exchange for this new house, which he'd basically purchased for her oh for god's sake he had everyone convinced of his love and admiration for lauren lang that even her best friends were texting him telling him thank you for everything for her in the meantime while he's doing that not only is he with somebody else and scamming on that woman but he went to pets at home in argos which is where he told her about the house but while i know i know but now here's the worst part. He was caught on camera buying the typical burial equipment. What? While he was with her? No, no, no. Um, afterwards, like when he was during oh, his texting her after he'd killed her. Um, so he was caught on camera at home base, out shopping to buy this shit, and he even taken her cell phone after she had died, texting her friends and trying to imitate the way she would text them including calling her two dogs her babies. So he was in deep to try to convince people that she'd actually just run away. It was absolutely horrible. Yeah. He'd been planning it out for ages. And they said that they took him four minutes to crush her neck with a force a pathologist likened to a person having something fall on their chest. I had always envisaged rightly or wrongly, that this was potentially a crime of passion from the start. It was planned out. Yeah. It had never occurred to me Mm -hmm. just how much planning had gone into it. Well, here's where, in my opinion, proves what an utter scum he is. Shortly after he murdered Loreline, he used her internet to log onto Pornhub Oh, my God. Before using her phone to text her pals to let her know of all the amazing things to continue on the charade that she was alive. Oh, he's disgusting. So he got such a sexual arousal from murdering this woman that he He had to have a wank. Yeah. And another thing, messaging his second girlfriend at the time, he was calling the girl the most beautiful and most precious lady in my life and then oh and she probably believed him too 
she, yeah, she was, both of them seemed to have been absolutely in love with him. Yeah. And the girlfriend, the second girlfriend, texted him back saying he was the best boyfriend. And his reply, I don't think I am. I'm twisted. Even in a romantic way, it's wrong. I mean, I'd kill for you and lie for you. I'd pretty much do anything for you. It's creepy as fuck. Oh, yeah, it is. So Martin Rutherford QC, he had said during trial that his lies in my vocabulary could be described as unedifying, as ugly, and as sad, and many other words. In fact, Mr. Belarusov's words, they could be described as cruel and mean, and they made him an asshole. But whether you use my words or his, they're a world away from making him a killer. But he, he's a fucking killer. Yeah. So I don't know if we ever mentioned how they figured out it was him, but they found DNA on the ligature that yeah. tied around her neck just before he was arrested. It's so sad and so brutal, violent and horrible. Her poor family, he's where he deserves to be. Definitely, I agree. I'm still so confused at how he went from being an actual boyfriend for 10 years off and on, living together, paying for bills and everything. And then like a switch. And he goes, fuck this shit. I'm going to cheat on her. But then I'm we gonna... don't know what his behavior was like during those 10 years in the sense of he might have been paying the bills and putting on the front, but we don't know what he was doing behind her back. No, that's true. But all of a sudden he went from being this boyfriend to suddenly deciding that he was going to you know, fuck that relationship. It's time to put the scam on this lady. You know, that just doesn't make sense to me. We'll never understand it, though. That's the problem. Because yeah. it makes, it makes no so sense. far removed from our Normality. reality. Yeah, yeah. 24 years to life yeah. and good and also not enough. No, but for the UK sentencing, it's yeah. pretty good. Oh, definitely, definitely. Okay, let's cheer ourselves up a little. Yes, please. <laughs> let's head on down to our idiot island. <laughs> we are going to Florida. So not an island, but it just, I liked the alliteration. Because so. <laughs> it's time for the idiot, idiot of the week. I just said I that while yawning. I saying that for ages. <laughs> Two Florida men were arrested after allegedly catching an alligator and encouraging it to bite one of the men's arms, men's arms, sorry, while forcing it to drink beer, according to a report from PC Palm. That poor motherfucking alligator, that's awful. Yeah, it really is, actually. So awful. I mean, mm -hmm. he's just minding his own business. <laughs> Chilling, trying to catch some dinner. Trying to. Well... I mean, to be fair, I'd have bitten the cunt's arm. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, deserves it. Authorities say Timothy Kepka. Is that right, Kepka? I think that's right. I think I nailed that. Kepke, maybe? Kepke, yeah. No, you're probably right. Kepke, who is 27, and Noah Osborne, see that I can do, who is 22, were both arrested on Thursday after enacting the scheme in Palm City, Florida. The men were charged with one count each of unlawfully taking an alligator, which is a felony. I mean, that's specific. 
That's very specific. That's a specific felony. I thought it was going to be like animal endangerment or something like that, but taking an alligator. <laughs> I like it. Protect those alligators. Mm-hmm. According to the report, Kepka says Osborne had caught the alligator at 10pm on August 26th in Palm City. He apparently took the animal from the side of the road with his bare hands. Do we believe that? Could that be bullshit? Who Possibly. Can you pick up an alligator with your bare hands? I don't want to try. <laughs> no, same. The same month, a complaint was received by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission about the incident, which is said to be recorded on video. I mean, fucking idiots. I know. There's always one. Yeah. Don't do illegal shit on video. You will get caught. It's alleged that the video shows Kepka holding the alligator alligator captive while tempting the animal to bite his right forearm before pouring beer into the animal's mouth. That's horrible. It's awful. Absolutely horrible. The reptile was said to display aggressive behaviour when the beer was poured into its mouth. I mean, well, no fucking... shit. It's not clear what Kepka and Osborne were hoping to achieve, but when police visited Kepka in September, he confirmed that he did appear in the video. He told police that he was not drunk, but did have a couple of beers. After apparently sharing the beer with said alligator, who I'm going to name Fred for the purpose of this story. <laughs> The pair released Fred back into the wild. Hey, you know, Mr. P's middle name is Fred. Is it? It's his first middle name because technically the P is his second middle name. Yeah, he's got more names than a bloody phone book, Mm -hmm. that man. I know. International man of mystery. (laughs) (laughs) But there's no mystery there. It's just a douche. (laughs) (laughs) On September 21st, authorities visited a woman who kept cassette was also present during the incident and she seemingly confirmed that the accident did in fact happen. This past Thursday, police arrested Kepka and Osborne, holding them on $5,000 and $2,500 bonds respectively. They were booked into Martin County Jail and released later the same day. So, lesson of the week. Don't feed beer to alligators. (laughs) I really wish that they'd have got bitten. It would have been the perfect karma. It would have served them right. It really would. Anybody deserves to be bitten by an alligator. It's somebody who is fucking antagonising it. Mm Mm-hmm. Piece of shithead. Idiots. Both of them. I mean, funny that, considering what the section's called, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's called the smart people of the week. (laughs) It so is. It so Nobel is. Prize winners. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this week. Thank you, everybody. Yes, thank Please you so much. Rate, review, subscribe, all of that shit. Talk about how sexy I sound with a cold. <laughs> and um, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at yes. Murder on Minds, or you can email us at murderonminds at gmail.com. If you're going to follow us on Twitter and comment on our post, please don't be racist douchebags. Oh my gosh, yes. I am actively ignoring your posts. Yeah. All of you racist people. It's disgusting, some of the comments that we had posted on a post about 
the Mark Duggan case. Yeah, the most recent case we had. It's horrific. That shit won't be tolerated. No. Thank you, guys. And we'll be back next week. And it's my case. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to have a lovely, relaxing time. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> we both know that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. See you next week, guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.